The mind is the most powerful tool in your arsenal. I created this podcast as a daily supplement for you to invest into your thinking. This is your daily mind medicine. What's up, friends? Welcome to a daily mind medicine. I uh, hope that you're living at your fullest potential and that you're enjoying the season that you are in currently. Hey, just a quick reminder. um, If you have not been around any of the companies that me and Chris own and operate, um, you got to check some of this stuff out. So we have the real estate business. You can hop into... uh, a lot of free material. We have a podcast actually that's published weekly for if you're wanting to learn real estate or if you're an investor wanting to get into real estate, it's called Portfolio Builders. But you can also go to wealthcapholdings.com slash book. There's a uh, book that I wrote about real estate. Now, my background is actually pre-marketing was in investment real estate, managed almost 6,000 properties uh, in Memphis, Tennessee. So you can hop into that. And uh, anyways, I'll get on to the lesson for today. I've been thinking about this because um, you know, we're in a season and a lot of my leaders are in a season of extreme rapid growth. And that sounds really cool and it sounds really good, except for the faster something moves, the harder it is to contain and control. A lot of times people think that speed is the uh, the number one goal, but actually speed is is more a, how do I say this? It's something that you actually want to watch out for. It's it's It can be a byproduct of health, but it can also be really damaging and catastrophic if the health is not there to support the speed. It is not always best to grow at maximum speed. There's a very big difference between maximum speed and optimal speed. Optimal is going to thread that needle between growing quickly, but also maintaining the health. But in your life, there are things to consider when you're going about your day-to-day business and you're doing your weekly reviews and your monthly reviews. And, you know, you got to develop this awareness. I was telling somebody on our, on our team, you know, I have done a weekly review and I've done a daily review almost 95% of the time for five years, five times 365. You've got, you know, 2000 days in there that have been consistently me reviewing and building awareness around how did this week go? What could I improve this week? What did I not do well this week? And you build this crazy, crazy self-awareness and clarity on what to fix. But there are two things that I've learned to pay attention to. Number one, what is the yield? What is the return on effort in your life? And some weeks you got to be honest with yourself and say, I put a lot of effort into this week, but the return was low. My ROE, return on effort was too low. My yield was low versus, hey, I, I look at this week and Maybe not the needle didn't move on the outside on the surface, but man, I did activities and I did the labor that's going to produce long-term return on effort. You got to be able to grade yourself on your yield. But the second thing I found that's important for you to track is your time. Your time. There's not just return on, on investment or return on effort. It's the amount of time under tension and the time under pressure. Some of you have been doing the work for 30 days and you're all listening to this podcast wondering why you're not like Taylor Welch. That's stupid. Let's be checking you right now. Some of you, your time and attention has been six months and you're confused why you are not matching our return on effort. I got to tell you right now, there is something powerful about setting your timelines correctly and appropriately. I told somebody about eight months ago, I remember this young man, he's uh, extremely uber talented. He's going to go on to do great things. And he graduated out of our team to go build his own thing. And 
I said, look, I could probably be a billionaire in the next year and a half, but that is not my goal because the timeline, a year and a half would crush me. It would crush every other area. The sacrifice would be way too great to hit that level of success in the amount of time that it would take to do it. It's not worth it. I've got other things in my life that are important. I've got my community and my church and my daughter and my wife and our family. There's not, there's not any, the, the productivity element is not the only thing that matters. You gotta be aware of the amount of time. If you wanna set big goals, you need to give yourself time to hit those big goals. And in the industry that you're probably in, whether it's marketing or, or consulting or whatever, there's a lot of BS out there about like, well, why can't you hit it in three months? Why can't you hit it in 30 days? But I'm telling you, as a human being, you cannot go into the gym when you're fat and lazy and decide to go to the gym nine hours a day and condense and compress three years of activity into two weeks, your body will die. It will be in the interest of self-preservation. My challenge to you today is to allow your timelines to be a little bit more comfortable. That way they're not creating trauma and stress in your life. And for me, I've got five-year and seven-year goals and I'm comfortable with it taking five to seven years because I know that I can make daily progress, weekly progress, monthly progress, and my return on effort will be good, but not crazy stupid. But I can still maintain and grow the other areas of my life that are important. That's because I've given myself the time to accomplish it. Beware trying to speed up a process that really should take two years into two months just because you saw someone else do it. Adios. That's all I got. See you.